1: Ready?
2: Texas
3: on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and your calls or questions when you come here to Mill Burgers and ask them in person at 1604 on Bull Verde Road or you call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. You get that, and we're going to get Jim on the line real quick, and he's with the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas. They're uh, here at Millburgers.
4: Jim, what's going on? Well, we're out promoting the... Uh 2017, 2019, I'm sorry, uh, Water Saver Landscape Tour that's going to be held May 4th from th- 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Stone Oak. And uh, the venue has been adjusted. We're now going to have the parking and the uh, shuttle bus pickup at Canyon Springs Elementary this year. Oh, good. And uh, uh, a sidelight We are holding a, uh, a raffle uh, with Five really neat uh, prizes. One is a 200 square foot butterfly garden designed by Dr. Calvin Finch. All right. And uh, second, <laughs> with, second, with plants with from
5: Milberger's. Yes, Nursery. with
4: plants by Milberger's. Vip irrigation, the whole works. Yeah, it's the complete deal. Yeah. So it's a really great prize, and we invite anyone that's interested to please come and uh, uh, buy some tickets, buy a whole book. you want they're three dollars a piece that's a great deal
3: okay cool and so and then the um the tour um
4: the tour is may the 4th from 9 a.m to 3 p.m there Uh,
3: there it is and it's online i'm looking at the the website what do folks
4: see on it there are five yards this year uh they pretty much run the gamut uh we've checked in with several of the uh Homeowners just in the last couple of days, they've got their yards really mulched nicely. Some have replaced a lot of the damaged uh, growth that was uh, harmed during the winter, and they're really looking great. And the homeowners are very enthusiastic about the project.
5: What are the people going to learn from their landscapes?
4: We hope that people will take away that you don't need a lot of water uh, if you plant. The right kinds of, of plants in the right location and have the great the right soil preparation. That's in, that's very important. Plus,
5: plus I understand that there's there diversity. There's a real you know you, lots of different
4: choices for a low, low water use landscape. Exactly. One of the homeowners, uh, they don't even have any kind of watering system, automatic watering system in their front yard. It's and it's planted with everything you can imagine. They've had just a lot of fun changing out the plants if it doesn't succeed. But it's it's very lush, and it's it's hard to believe when you walk up and see it that it's it's just non-irrigated.
5: And I take it there'll be gardening volunteers there to answer questions? That's right.
4: Gardening volunteers of South Texas will have docents at each of, of the uh, residences, front and backyard, to assist the uh, visitors and the homeowner in and discussing the plants that they have and uh, features about each one, how to how to uh, do a lot of things with very little as far as water goes.
3: Very cool. Uh, you can find out more about it at gardeningvolunteers.org. Uh, look for yard tours. And there it is, 17th annual Water Saver Landscape Tour. Jim, thanks so much for coming up.
5: And Thank you. If somebody wanted to come over, we'll be talking about all the... Uh, Things featured at Milburger's today, but for a while they'll be gardening. Jim and his team will be here selling raffle tickets. Yes, yeah.
4: that's correct. Yes, we will be here for at least two or three more hours. Oh, good, good deal. You, you know, you notice his wife didn't come up this time. She sent him Sylvia. She's, she's
6: over here. Yeah, she's she's yeah she's she's selling the tickets.
3: You you put her on the air last time. Yeah, she she threw Jim under the bus. (laughs) She said, Calvin said, would you like to come up? No, my husband
7: would.
5: Uh. Uh, And that that sounded really familiar. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. All right, 210. Let, let me
5: go tell him that he would
7: like
3: yeah. him. <laughs> 210-308-8867. And Trace is up here. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, and Trace is working today. Trace is, is is busy, busy, so we're lucky to have him up here on the porch with us. What's going on, Trace? Well, I just want
8: to say that uh, we're fully uh, fully stocked in all your your uh, spring and summer color stuff. All right. And, uh, you know, even things that are that might be a little early, Vincas and Purslane, it's going to get hot, and those are going to perform well, and we've already got them.
6: Yeah, people want to <laughs> uh, people with deer. I've uh, been waiting on the Vincas, uh, periwinkle, and uh, because that's the truly uh, truly deer-resistant, uh, summer blooming, fall blooming uh, annual, probably uh, the best.
5: Now, in some neighborhoods, even the the deer won't eat the zinnias. But the minute I say that, then... I uh, think
6: Calvin's making that up. <laughs> don't you? Uh, no.
8: I've, I've seen them not eat it. You seen them not eat the zinnias? They, they
5: have a little t- uh, you don't want it in their trail, though, because they, uh. <laughs> they break. Unlike the vinca, the vinca seem to be more flexible. Yeah. And they don't get broken. Yeah, But zinnias will get broken if the deer move through them.
8: Uh-huh. Well, well, we did get a hold of a uh, cora vinca, and we got it in and out of corpus. So uh, these are... Super, that's, super nice Vincas. That's the one you want
5: to use. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially if you're planting them this year early, yeah.
6: Well, what's, what's that other uh, air, air of photophore resistant? Nirva, Nirvana. Nirvana. I could We couldn't think of that the other day. Uh, Have occas-
8: you any of those? Not this year. Uh, occasionally, we'll get them out of corpus and hanging baskets.
5: Yeah, right.
8: Uh, but I think they're the only ones that, that
5: still do that one. Okay. Huh. And then we got the... Uh, Lots and lots of the cyclamen have declined pretty quickly with the ninety-four degree yes. heat too. So uh, I was I getting asked uh, what, what to replace the cyclamen with, and of course, penta is always good. But the begonias—you got lots of choices of begonias, and especially the—I always lo- I like the Whopper. We again. got Whoppers. If they have not tried the Whopper begonia, it's a Texas superstar. It's pretty spectacular. Mine have surprised me, and. uh... I swore at the November fourteenth freeze I'd never see them again, but they're all come resprouting again, just like the Semper Florin.
6: Yeah, I, uh, did you did you say you grew some in the shade? Fairly into some, quite a bit in the shade.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were most minor in the shade. The
6: knock, the whoppers.
5: Whoppers. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of
8: past Texas Superstars, there is a 2019 Texas Superstar that we will be getting in this week, and it's a type of celosia. Okay. Um, So some call it new-look red. uh, Some call it new-look scarlet, but it's the same plant.
6: (laughs) Um, And we're going to have 10... Does it look maroon. Uh, it's it's sort of. The foliage is... <laughs> do you see Milton? Look at me. Yeah,
5: the foliage is, is maroon. You see all these plants that come up you, with Milton? Uh, that,
8: yeah. We're, we're lucky to get a few orange ones. You know what know. they what they
5: claim for that? Uh, Pembroke and his team there, compla- uh, they uh, claim that the thing can make it through the summer. That's one of the... You know, oh, wow. yeah.
8: I've seen them perform. As long as you're deadheading, I've seen them
5: perform all the way to the So that's frost. one another the key. And I guess they're... Less sensitive to the to wind and everything than the, than some of those cockscomb we you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're pretty. They're another, uh, and they they
8: can be used in dried arrangements too. Uh-huh. So those should all those should be in probably Tuesday or Wednesday.
6: Okay, good, cool. And,
8: and we're going to actually get a good selection of vegetables this week. Last week there wasn't much available, but we're going to have a, a a good a good amount of squash and cucumbers. And what stuff. do you mean? Oh, you okay. mean those
5: three types of. Uh, I had a limited space for peppers, and I sh- selected three. And there were, there's still four or five. and There's probably eight different varieties <laughs> yeah, of peppers. Yeah, there's a good
8: chunk of peppers, uh, including the Rio Grande
6: Gold. I yeah, did, I got the get, Rio
5: Grande Gold in. I did get some of those, and uh, and once
6: once they're tam, gone, the, Tam, uh,
5: I love that Tam Mild Health. Uh, yeah,
6: case. I saw it out there too. I I didn't know that they still had seed of that, but uh, there this Rio Grande Gold. It's a special grow for Meal Burger. And so uh, once they're gone, they're gone. Are we going to
5: believe him this time? Uh, (laughs) Seems to me he said something about Tycoon. He
8: (laughs) he did, and I I have Tycoon out there. So if you still haven't planted your tomato plant, you need to do that, and we do have Tycoon.
5: And uh, you can get the one-gallon containers are ready for action. They're ready to... To bloom, so you're not going to miss a step on the, and then uh, it's. In a, I guess Jared, on the four-inch containers, or even on the two-inch containers, you still can expect to get a good decent crop out of the tomatoes. Yeah,
3: yeah. I uh, there's lots of things online, by the way, on the new look celosia, uh, lots of articles and stuff. So if oh, you want to see right. pictures, yeah,
5: new look celosia. There, there just happens to be a a article that's coming out next saturday in the express news on yeah. all right that includes uh whopper and the new oh good isn't it, isn't it kind of funny timing that i have that is the kind of funny timing out? okay <laughs> well it's for, for once you know we quite often uh have a little we've
8: had there's, ha- there's it, lag time sometimes yeah. but th- this time we're prepared
6: i hate i hate to brag on tycoon again oh no <laughs> I, didn't but, even, I didn't even think you liked it.
3: You tried to bury it before it ever yeah, came out.
6: I, well, we bad badmouthed <laughs> it last year, but but uh, we planted some uh, in a greenhouse in south south down around Camilton. In a greenhouse, we planted a Tycoon and we planted uh, valley cat. Uh, That uh, those are both nematode resistant. Uh-huh. And we've had trouble with nematodes. And I went down there last week, and every one of those valley cats had a virus disease. Oh. And not a one, and they're side by side, not a one of the tycoon had it. Well, and that's, that's one that's of it. It's a new virus. It's a, oh. a, that new virus, it's, uh, uh, breeders are not, now uh, breeding their because to uh, become such a uh, uh, vicious thing. It's spread by white flies.
5: That's right. That's one of why we one of the reasons why we uh, were looking at typhoons. That's right. Back then. That's yeah. right. Because the commercial growers down there at uh, Tivoli down at the, by the Rio Grande, they were have. They said, "Why aren't you promoting this? This tomato has <laughs> saved us."
6: <laughs> yeah.
5: And so I brought it back and. I kind of intervened jerry jerry and his team were close to identifying it as this texas superstar or the rodeo tomato rodeo tomato that year and then i said well why don't we try that and, and that's the first time jerry has ever been that easy to, to uh, make. He says, <laughs> okay i okay i think so we could do that <laughs>
3: oh and then he had nothing but good stuff to say about it yeah. since then yeah. yeah if it doesn't <laughs> it's work no, it's calvin's, calvin's fault, fault. <laughs> Let me give you his address and phone number cuz if your tomatoes don't come up.
6: <laughs> uh, well, but anyway, that was that was pretty spectacular in a greenhouse.
3: Uh speaking of uh Calvin again, uh, for this year, Calvin has named be been named the winner of our top rutabaga contest here at oh, Noble Burgers today. Is that what that oh. is? Yeah. Uh. Looks <laughs> 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 like a cantaloupe. <laughs> it's huge. It's bigger than a cantaloupe. It's almost as big as a small watermelon. It's uh, yeah. So, congratulations again. <laughs> now, if you ha- if
5: you only had oh thirty of these in your root cellar, yeah. it's li- your family could live through the winter time in Sweden or Ireland or Minnesota, even.
6: Yeah. <laughs> well, then, they, they were mean to those Minnesotans if they kids, yeah. especially, <laughs> they made them eat rutabaga. So congratulations again, Calvin. Well, and, uh, Jerry it, it was an been, exciting,
5: very competitive. Yeah, and, yeah. and Jerry was so, so generous. I'm so proud of him because I brought him yeah. <laughs> one of these uh champion Juda yeah. too and uh, Roger look, admire it was admiring it and Jerry says, "Would you like that?" No. So, so, <laughs> "Take it away." Well, it's, yeah,
3: and it's not the whole story. Jerry was kind of like you, you know what? I, I would really enjoy it, but I I think you'd enjoy it more. It's <laughs> so he graciously gave him the rutabaga.
6: Now they as big as that is is it, is it stringy or like a no? Damp? It should be it should be, still be good.
5: Now if you waited another month or so, you would you would probably not be desirable. But I'm I'm thinking that this is uh, this is the the right, the end, the right time.
8: So I hate to be naive, but what do you do with a rutabaga?
1: No.
5: Well, you know, okay, we're
8: going to go look for recipes.
5: Yeah, this big, this big That's one it. here. You would uh, peel it, and then you ch- cut it into little chunks, boil it, and generally they mash them. But they're they or oh, they use them in uh, potato uh, in uh, recipes. A lot of the same recipes as turnip or squash yeah. or uh, potatoes, even. Yeah.
6: What, what are you cutting it up with, a chainsaw? <laughs> I, I'd hate to cut up that thing with a butcher knife. That, that, that. See, that
8: looks good, doesn't it? It does. It looks like a pineapple.
6: Butter rutabaga. We're a staple at our
3: Thanksgiving table. This is from uh, viewfromthegreatisland.com. Let's see. Tell us what to do with the rutabaga. The great island. It, and Jerry, that
8: looks appetizing, actually.
6: Well, do you want my room back? Or no, no, thank show? you. No, I've right. got, I've got plenty at home. I'll yeah, bring some more. Oh, uh, he, he said that. He said thank he's you. gonna uh, bring some more next week, uh, Trace. So you better. So, yeah, so I'm you. gonna get
8: one next week. what so you want
6: a big, a big one like this, or a more manageable Um, side?
8: I don't know. Let me ask my wife if we want one.
6: Okay. <laughs> That's smart. Very smart. Uh, now I can me. speak for your wife. <laughs>
5: Hell <laughs> no. Now, that may, you, you may be surprised. Didn't we have somebody on the radio or on the phone yesterday? They may have just been rattling your cage. Maybe we him. should
8: do it as a prize for <laughs> yeah. a, a listener. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
5: Well, I thought we wanted people to participate. The, uh, sixth, the sixth caller. <laughs> I think we should have an anne- no, sixth annex sixth to color. the Top Tomato Contest. Yeah. The the. the the top root of bacon. Uh, I think
3: you'd win that. Are you eligible to play? (laughs) I guess not. It'd have to be be by weight because uh, there's
8: nothing pretty about that. uh,
3: (laughs) Hey, you want to go talk with Carol real quick? Sure. Carol's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Carol. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How you doing?
9: All right. Happy Palm Sunday.
3: Happy Palm Sunday to you. Uh,
9: What I was calling about, Um, is uh, does Milburgers have this plant it's called Lucifer Sword Lily
8: I'm not familiar with that one
9: what was the name again Lucifer
6: Lucifer. Lucifer. Sword Lily Lucifer Sword Lily yeah no? Yes, sir. I'll look it up and see if
3: it goes by a different name.
6: Do you know how to spell loser? uh mm-hmm. <laughs> Google will tell me if I don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I
7: yeah. was um, I'll die in the back and of
10: the cows 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 they, gave, they,
9: they gave me a list of uh, plants that are deer-resistant, and that was one of them that... Uh, I really like.
3: Right, okay, Roger. it got. I'm. I'm looking at some stuff online. Looks like uh, either red flowers or red and yellow flowers. Does that sound right?
9: Yeah, that's correct.
3: Does that help you at all, Trace?
8: No, I'm thinking she's going to have to buy that
3: off the internet. So. Much. Oh. Okay.
8: It's pretty. Yeah. Here. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was close enough. It's pretty, <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're going to have to buy that off the internet. In fact. The cigarettes were one that she could purchase it and have it delivered.
1: Oh. Yeah.
9: yeah. seven forty nine. dollars yeah, yeah.
3: American Meadows.
9: What about Mango Popsicle?
3: Mango Popsicle Lily? <laughs> Is it a lily? It's uh, a lily. Hang, wait, hang on. Hang on, JC. We're still talking to Carol here. Hang on. Thanks.
8: Uh, I haven't heard of that one either.
6: Okay. I'm going to go look that one up real quick. I soon. think
5: we might remember that if we heard of those names, yeah. Yeah. Even Jerry and I would remember those.
6: You uh, You might want to look at our list on uh, plantanswers.com under okay. Pest. Under Pest and... uh, all
8: right, it's a Red Hot Poker. Oh, is it? Yep. So I don't have any. We do get them occasionally, though.
5: Yeah, and they grow here. Yeah. I've had them, yeah.
6: They're pretty.
9: Okay. All right. Uh, first, of course, he- living in Bernie, I try to plant things that are deer resistant, and I was calling just to find out if you have those plants.
6: No, we don't. No. Uh, don't uh, they, they're kind of hard to find, but like I said, that list on uh, plantanswers.com their pests and uh, best deer resistant plants. Uh, written by Forrest Appleton, uh, he okay. gives a com- complete listing of uh, plants that seem to be uh, the deer don't prefer. Yeah. How's that?
5: Well, and it's an, it's a uh, dynamic list too. It yeah. ch- changes as we get gather information. And Forrest is in the middle of the deer country. Yeah, and <laughs> he knows. Plus a ba- plus a good gardener, and he yeah. tries everything.
6: Okay. He, and he, he's got there, a lot of. Go ahead. What's that, Carol?
9: Are those are those plants available at Millburn?
6: Yeah, the ones on our our uh, most of the ones on our deer resistant list on plantanswers.com are are available at Millburn. Yeah. All right.
9: Well, thank you very much, and you all have a good day. Thanks.
6: Thank you, you for take calling. All right, we're going to take a
3: quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 a.m. The Answer. and Verde Road. Next Saturday's a big day. It's Milberger's big fiesta celebration. And there's something going on throughout the day. Let's start off with a seminar that you're going to want to attend. It's Turfgrass 101, Do's and Don'ts for Your Lawn. David Rodriguez with the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service presents this free seminar from 1030 until noon. And if it has to do with your lawn, David will cover it. So be there early because this free seminar is very popular. Turfgrass 101, do's and don'ts for your lawn. And then stay and have a great time as Milberger celebrates Fiesta its way with all kinds of great food, terrific music, your chance to get a Milburger Nursery Fiesta medal, and anybody wearing a Fiesta hat to the nursery is going to be awarded a free 2019 Milburgers Nursery Fiesta medal, and the medal donation will be made to the Salvation Army in their honor. For more information, go to MilbergerNursery.com.
11: Israel this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites we'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose
2: Make 2019 the year you go to the Holy Land. Get complete details and sign up for Stand With Israel 2019 at 930amtheanswer.com. That's 930amtheanswer.com.
11: Are you looking to buy or sell gold and silver in San Antonio? But I recommend you go see the professionals at Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. Owned and operated by proud American veterans, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange is dedicated to professionalism and your privacy. They order their coins and bullion direct from the trading floor, so you know you're getting the most up-to-date pricing possible when you buy. And when it's time to sell your gold or silver items, they pay top dollar. They also accept and sell Bitcoin and major cryptocurrencies. Call or text the owners, Tony Arderburn and his wife Melissa, today. Call 888 667 1836 or just go to wisewolfgoldandsilver.com. From bullion to Bitcoin, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange.
12: If you're growing tomatoes, plan to come to the Top Tomato Contest June the 8th at Millburgers. There are big prizes for cherry and small tomatoes, regular and large tomatoes, and the biggest tomato by weight. Plus, every participant will get a $10 gift certificate to be used that day at Millburgers. For more information and rules, go to MillBurgerNursery.com. That's MillBurgerNursery.com.
3: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. That's coming up June 8th. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, go online at com to learn more. 210-308-8867 is our number. Let me tell you a second about Spider-Man Pest Control. Uh, if it's bugging you in the house, whether it's uh, termites or maybe you want to avoid having termites, uh, Spider-Man Pest Control and Termite Control. You definitely
5: want to avoid
7: uh, having yes. spider
3: Yeah, well, you know, it's, if, you've, if you're worried about it.
5: I mean, I'd, just, I'd, I'd be like Jerry and select uh, cockroaches before uh, termites.
3: Well, it, Calling Spider-Man can either be Resolving the termite issue or the Pound of, what is it, an ounce of Prevention yeah. is worth a pound of cure uh, You want them to come over And make sure your home is protected uh, From termites and termite Damage uh, they've been doing this since 1976. They've got their certified entomologist, so they're going to make proper identification of the bug problems. They'll even help you to uh, figure out how to create a home that is resistant to uh, some of these problems like uh, roaches, termites, mosquitoes, things like that. They want you to have a pest-free situation. So uh, give them a call and learn more. Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, 210-656-3721. It's 210 656 656-3721 and they're online at go dot com. That's gospidermanpest dot com. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And Tim is on the line. Tim, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today?
13: I'm doing very
3: well, thank you. What's going on? Well, we have a over
13: twenty year old. Fifteen feet tall mountain laurel that looks like something has just stripped all of its leaves off. And any new growth is very uh, disfigured.
5: Is it? Um, is there little caterpillars on there? Did you see them
6: hanging hanging down from a thread?
5: So, that it's real common to have, get a Jerry and I call them Sephora caterpillar. Caterpillars, but so we're not the only one. I've seen them in the literature now calling them Sephora. Is that right? Caterpillars, yeah. There's another name uh, for them too, but <laughs> um, they, the, 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 but it's stripped, It stripped the whole plant?
13: Yes, it's yes. bare, totally bare,
5: only and new. Yeah, usually they're not that complete, but.
6: Yeah, they'll, they'll grow back. I want, it won't kill the tree. Okay. Uh,
5: yeah, you're probably nothing. But generally, if if they're partially eaten, you'd uh, spray with BT, which is a uh, organic controlled uh, Bacillus thuringiensis. Um, but if it's if they've eaten it all, all the leaves already,
6: <laughs> it uh, won't
5: do you any good to, to spray. Um, yeah, they'll oh, okay.
6: go through their life. They'll go through their life cycle, and uh, you. The new leaves that come back, by the time the new leaves come back, the caterpillars will have gone through their life cycle.
5: Yeah, and they don't do a lot of damage in the summertime. Now is the time when they're
6: active. Yeah, in spring, early spring.
5: Leaves are tender.
13: The thing that's really amazing is we have another one bigger than that one, about 30 feet away, and they haven't bothered it a bit.
5: yeah, that, yeah hap- that that happens. Happens with them, It happens okay. with the oaks to oaks too for sure. Yeah. yeah right. Anything as uh, the seeded, I guess uh, uh grows from uh, hybrid hybrid every one of the mountain laurels, I guess the hybrid. They're all from seed, right? Yeah. Yeah, just like the oaks. Now, if you Oop. if you wanted to um if you, if you, if it turns out it wasn't those Sephora caterpillars, or if something started to eat that new growth, uh, you could use a try the Bt, but you might want to also try a, a spin or a, a, even a malathion to spray so that they don't get any more of the foliage. But I, as okay, Jerry that, says we don't expect, yeah. yeah, we don't expect them to be. Still active, uh, it said be a new generation, but uh, the spinner, one of those spinner set projects, products, products should yeah. take care of it.
13: All right, very well, right. that's all we'll do.
3: Good luck. Thanks, Tim. You take Thanks,
7: care.
3: You all right, that'll free up a line at 210 308 8867. What's that? Uh, we had somebody call in the store for the phone number to call. They want to actually talk to Jerry. Oh, good. Okay, 210 308 Eighty eight sixty seven. He I'll,
6: never gives that up. I'll out. give
3: it up more often, I promise.
6: <laughs> oh, no.
3: 210-308-8867. <laughs> Harry is on the line. He's called us. Thanks, thanks, Trace. Harry, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How you doing today?
14: Doing well. Just killing and killing and getting ready to put some
3: stuff in the ground. Cool. What are you going to put in the ground?
14: Uh, whatever mom tells me to. Maters, peppers, locers, <laughs>
3: <laughs> and Any and, and
14: all um, I've seen on the TV this thing about orthos come out with a supposedly organic weed killer. You know anything about that?
6: No, I haven't heard about that. that a new product?
5: Yes, sir. I, don't, I, haven't, I, haven't heard, I haven't heard about it yet, either.
14: Okay. What, no, what's it, it called? On TV. That just says ortho uh, weed and grass killer, but at the end of the commercial it says organic. Or organic friendly or something like that But I don't want to look it up online Because every time I go online That ad will come up So I figured I'd call somebody that knew A little bit more about it than I do
3: Yeah I haven't seen it And we can ask Trace too if Maybe uh, they've uh, solicited yeah. Trace and stuff So We'll ask Trace the next time it comes up
14: Okay uh, What do you get for you You got some uh, avocado trees down there for sale Oh is it okay
3: What's that
6: you
3: got some avocado trees for sale down there, about four foot tall? Well, we'll ask Trace on that, too. What was that? I'm sorry. Or avocado trees, about four foot oh, tall. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh,
6: four feet tall. I don't know. They may be taller than that. Oh. You, you want you taller? More? You
14: want a little one? Well, it's just going to be a porch thing anyway.
5: Well, they they don't, they don't aren't, aren't prone to, to just sit there and not grow. Yeah. They grow really fast, as a matter of fact. Okay. They
14: do. What are you getting on those?
3: I'm sorry? Well, and and the, the best way maybe to find out if they've got them here is just to call the nursery and tell them what you're looking for. And if they've got them, they'll put them aside for you.
14: Okay. No, you're about you're a long ways off from me. I'm just wondering about cost-wise. It would be cost-effective for me to drive all the way from the down there if it's
3: um, it and $5. I don't, but... Yeah, I, I'm not sure. And they might tell you some some good places to, to reach out to. You tell them kind of where you're located and stuff. Okay. But they'll help you out. All right. Thanks All right. a lot,
6: man. Sure. Thanks for calling. And Bye. that number is
3: 210-497-3760. And uh, just tell them where you are and and see if they can suggest someplace. All right. 210-308-8867 is our number, 210 308 Eighty-eight sixty-seven. Gretchen is on the line. She's calling from Holotus. Hi, Gretchen. How are you doing? Welcome to the show.
15: Hi. Hi. Thank you. Doing Gretchen, great. I'm afraid
3: to ask, but did you get hail yesterday?
15: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh. The justice came out today. Uh, it turned black like it was in the middle of the night before it happened. Wow. So, <laughs> I know. I could, I've seen it dark and stormy, but it was like nighttime.
7: Yeah. Mm. Um,
15: my question, after it rained, I figured it was a good time to get out and pull stickers and leaves. Uh And I've got a bunch of stickers that I just fight every year, and they go into my neighbor's yard. Uh, is there anything you know that is good, other than pulling, to use for stickers?
6: By stickers, you mean grass burrs?
15: Uh, they're like, they're not goat heads. They're okay. round fuzzy things,
7: but
6: they they hurt step on them in summer. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that round fuzzy things?
5: <laughs> well, there's a there's a uh, black I think black medic, a kind of uh, clover type plant that's got that yeah that one that's sticky. I know because I was trying to pull them out of the. <laughs> the garden yeah Man, they
15: almost look like a really dark small clover and they get yellow flowers
5: yeah that's it yeah now um, they're
15: yeah
5: I, I was thinking that they're i was thinking that they're an annual um and that you yeah. could a pre-emergent herbicide would prevent them but yeah, I, I i'd have to check i'd have to check that cuz uh they get pretty Vigorous, mm. yeah, you almost have that per- perennial look, right?
15: Uh, and I had a section of grass that was beautiful last year, but then by the time I went out there and looked at the stickers, it was taken over.
5: That now, that product though, too, would be uh, if it was in the lawn, you could treat it with a uh, weed fo- for- free zone, weed free zone, or a 2 4 D product, one of those broadleaf weed. Contact herbicides. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Weed-free zone is the one that we
6: have had good luck with. Okay, weed-free zone. What kind of you have St. Augustine? Uh, St. Augustine,
15: Raleigh.
6: Okay. Uh,
15: and I just works in know that, right? Huh? Yeah, that that,
14: that weed-free
6: zone that. won't hurt the St. Augustine. It
15: won't. won't. No. Okay. Okay, well, I might try that and um, hope I can buy it
6: in gallon buckets. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. <laughs>
15: oh, I spent three days and I'm, the lady next door is 80, bust her heart, and she can't get out there and her gardener ignores that. But uh, I'm no spring chicken, I'm 70. And so it's not easy for me to get out there and do all that. So if there's any way a product, that would be so wonderful.
6: Okay, and the they come spray. come in uh, hose in sprayers. I think they they make a product that is in hose in sprayers. Mm, hose-in okay, sprayer.
15: okay. I don't want to water it down too much.
6: Yeah, well,
5: don't uh, keep it out of your uh, zinnias and snapdragons and <laughs> okay. vinca. Okay.
15: Sounds like you're talking from
5: experience. <laughs>
15: <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well. I'll okay. Thank you, thank, you so thank you for calling. Thank you so much. Bye bye. You take care.
3: Bye bye. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, uh, I want to remind you. So we talked to uh, to her about uh, hail damage and stuff. And most folks, uh, when they think of hail damage, and they've uh, if they, if you've got it, you're probably out there uh, protecting and, and calling uh, on Monday morning about your roof. Uh, but the last time we had a big hail storm here, uh, Barry Hagendorf and I were talking, and he said what a lot of people don't know is they'll get hail damage to their deck or their patio, their outside you know living area, and they don't know that that insurance may cover that too. Um, but what happens is that. That they only cover that they only get the roof taken care of and then it's too late so if you've got a deck or a patio something that's uh, that's been uh, damaged by the hail as well as uh, the roof then uh, just learn more by calling Barry and he can explain it all to you and uh, he can help you with the repair he can help you fix that deck up again and get it look nice get it looking nice again and he can help you with the insurance part of it as well so learn more by calling him he's with deck and patio care you'll find him online at deck and patio RadioCare.com uh his number 210-822-9147 210-822-9147 but yeah if you've got if you've had damage uh, from yesterday's hail be sure to uh, uh, to give him a call and he'll he'll just ask you a couple questions and he'll say you know what I think that's probably something or here's how to handle it uh, and uh, he'll he'll help you because again the situation I think was now that i 'm recalling it was somebody had brought him over, but it was after they um had settled in on the roof and stuff and said well they didn't even look at that and I said well <laughs> a lot of homeowners don't know so he was it's like let's start informing people so
6: what, are, what is the damage
3: on a deck is it, it
6: chips out of the uh, yeah, i think the it, i think chips? it dig,
3: digs in there i think it, depending on the size of the hail and the velocity yeah and can, the material it can, yeah it can break things uh uh, sometimes if you've got uh, covers on it that may be plastic or something, it'll oh, just okay. go right through that. Okay. Yeah, there's lots of stuff it can do. So, anyway, 210-822-9147. Find them online at deckandpatiocare.com.
5: Was it you there telling me that the number of our customers? Here, you, no, that wasn't. But yeah, they were. They're he, they they're, were here this morning re- replacing tomato plants. Oh, yeah, they and got the hit by the hail. Flowers. <laughs>
3: I don't imagine a tomato plant mm. fares well against yeah. a golf ball-sized piece of hail, yeah. does it?
6: Yeah, yeah. Oh. By one black... And and now this uh, rutabaga, it would, it would take it. <laughs> it. It would take it and laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but uh, if your plants did get hailed on, held on uh-huh. <laughs> you'd be better to come and get replacements yeah. than to try to let it, them grow out of it. Okay. Because what happens when the hail... Strikes the tomato stem; it uh, the stem is uh, tender. It's kind of like especially the the early one. The patio damage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the 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 uh, stems are tender, and they may They may not may not knock the uh, limb off or break the limb, but they damage it. So when the plant gets larger. And it starts bearing fruit; those limbs will break, and uh, gets hotter
5: and dry and uh, droughty. Uh, you'll get, get that damage. You'll come back yeah, to watch it yeah. too. it's just, so, e- just easier to get. So if you new got
6: plants. if you got to, tomato plants that got held on and they look kind of ratty and beat down, I'd replace them. And we've got uh, all the good varieties oh, gosh, yeah. available here. And large ones.
5: One-gallon containers. The one-gallons
6: look great. Yeah, and you won't even miss a beat.
3: All right, we're going to take a quick break and uh, come back in just a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867 is our number. Give us a call. Be a part of the show. Or come on by. Lots of folks out here at Millburgers uh, doing some shopping and uh, having a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's awfully pretty. Back in a moment, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. This is The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Milburger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulvary Road. Next Saturday's a big day. It's Milburger's big fiesta celebration. And there's something going on throughout the day. Let's start off with a seminar that you're going to want to attend. It's Turfgrass 101. Do's and don'ts for your lawn. David Rodriguez with the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service presents this free seminar from 1030 until noon. And if it has to do with your lawn, David will cover it. So be there early because this free seminar is very popular. Turfgrass 101, do's and don'ts for your lawn. And then stay and have a great time as Milburger celebrates Fiesta its way with all kinds of great food, terrific music, your chance to get a Milburger Nursery Fiesta medal, and anybody wearing a Fiesta hat to the nursery is going to be awarded a free 2019 Milberger's Nursery Fiesta medal, and the medal donation will be made to the Salvation Army in their honor. For more information, go to MilbergerNursery.com
16: a break from the sound bites and the talking heads? Do you want information you can actually use? Information that'll change your life for the better? Then listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will show you how to retire in two to five years. Your age doesn't matter. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show.
2: The Dell Wamsley Show, weeknights at nine on 930 AM. The answer. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com.
16: Including surveillance solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art surveillance solution security package that includes a 4K high def color camera, 8-channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000. Exclusively on the Marketplace page.
2: At 930amtheanswer.com.
16: Investment advisory and insurance services are offered through Pax Financial Group.
17: This is Larry Elder, and I'd like you to imagine transitioning into retirement knowing that you will not outlive your money, knowing that you'll have time to spend with your grandchildren, and knowing you'll end up leaving this world better than you found it. The team at Pax Financial Group knows retirement is more than just your investments. It is your life. And that is why Pax Financial Group uses a process called Pivot Retirement Planning that specifically focuses on helping us in middle America have an effective transition into the next chapter of life. Don't leave town. Retire right here in San Antonio. And with a final thought, I pivot to the CEO of PAX Financial Group, Daryl Lyons. When I was in D.C. and met with Larry, we both knew there aren't any breaks coming from Washington. We at PAX Financial Group do want to help you pivot like we have for so many. Call us today and learn more at paxfinancialgroup.com. PAX
12: Financial Group, investing in your life. If you're growing tomatoes, plan to come to the Top Tomato Contest June the 8th at Millburgers. There are big prizes for cherry and small tomatoes, regular and large tomatoes, and the biggest tomato by weight. Plus, every participant will get a $10 gift certificate to be used that day at Millburgers. For more information and rules, go to MillBurgerNursery.com. That's MillBurgerNursery.com.
3: Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. On 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch on a beautiful day here at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Uh, lots of folks out here shopping and having fun and uh, just uh, enjoying the day. Uh, lots of folks getting things uh, from a wide variety of different things. Uh, still getting tomatoes, as we talked about uh, yes, uh, a few minutes ago.
5: And uh, a lot of the ingredients for a butterfly garden are in place. I mean, there's miss flower, Greg's miss flower, uh, which is an all star. The zinnias, and then there's uh, tropical uh, milkweed. I got to make sure the check. Oh yeah, there's some because they've been. Uh, I've seen a lot of folks uh, pick them up and take them out. We're still watching. Uh, Trace is gonna get some porterweed in as soon as uh, as soon as it's available. And of course, lots of different kinds of lantanas, and salvias, uh, dwarf ruellia, that are good uh, good butterfly plants too.
6: Yeah, that that uh, tropical uh, milkweed is pretty. Yeah, it is. I mean, it blooms pretty.
5: Yeah, and it's a nice. It's easy to manage. A nice plant. Uh, yeah, the native it's sturdy. The, yeah, the native plants are a little harder to to manage and hard, harder to make them fit into a. Landscape, so that's why I always recommend you have both. And you can gra- gradually cut down the tropical in favor of the native, uh, if you choose to. But the natives are harder, harder, harder to find. Oh, too. yeah, They're just not as you think the deer will eat those. No, I put a, I planted them on purpose outside my the tropical, yeah, uh, outside that's good, yeah, f- fence. And they have not, in my iris bed, right, at the front of the iris bed, and the deer are in it all the time. They only eat the iris and they don't eat the yeah. milkweed.
6: Okay, that's so good to know. So
5: far, I hope I don't know in,
6: if that's on our list or not.
5: Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't think we. Let me know what. I don't think we included milkweed on our plants to be planted lists in the old <laughs> days like,
6: like we do now.
5: Yeah but uh
6: well it's pretty it blooms pretty
5: and yeah and it's just a spectacular butterfly plant and
6: it. it attracts all kinds monarchs, of monarchs just as good as the native uh, well in uh, fact uh gaeta
5: uh, jilski the the one that wrote the book about that i look on as the you know attracting butterflies to southern gardens she she says that in her experience the that this their first choice is the tropical.
18: Is that right? Yeah,
6: in terms of nesting sites. Hmm. So you got beauty and butterfly attraction and deer resistant. What more could you ask for? I know it. No wonder they're thinned out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Milton got a uh, got a little uh, sympathy note from uh, Curtis. Oh, I didn't see uh, that. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he sent it to you. Oh, okay said uh, uh, he wrote it said milton's story of seed pods disappearing from the uh uh poppies not just seed pods flowers right well yeah. they, well flowers and yeah. seed pods yeah. reminded me of something a similar thing happened to me some years ago i eventually found them in a rat's nest Oh, in some old lumber in an old lumber uh, stack, lots of seed heads enough to get me through a long enough to get through a long winter. So the rats were storing up, uh, like like uh, squirrels store pecans. Oh, Uh, they they store up the uh, the seed pods. Really? So Curtis thinks I have rats? No. Oh, okay. Oh,
5: I was I was. Like to see you when you tell Laura that you you think it's rats that are.
6: Yeah. <laughs> well, since y'all have seen now they yeah we saw the sounds
5: like one those, of the sounds like those rats are opium uh, addicted. Yeah, <laughs> oh that's sad. <laughs> I don't had. know. It's pretty, they yeah. might be pretty jolly. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
5: they're, hooked, uh, they're hooked on the poppies.
6: I was looking at uh, Calvin's. Uh, Schedule of out uh, of lawn care schedule for 2019. Mm-hmm. And uh, for April, since we're in a new month, it says uh, mowing real grass starts to earnest this month. In earnest this month, mow St. Augustine at three inches tall. Bermuda at 1.5, Zoysia at 2 inches tall, and buffalo grass at 5 inches. Treat it like a ground cover. You you hope that the, the, it'll make 5 inches. <laughs> Mow frequently enough that only one-third of the grass blade is removed at every mowing. Once per week is usually sufficient. Now... Uh, on that buffalo grass, you don't mow it once a week, do you? No, you wouldn't have to.
5: The reason we, we're treating it like a ground cover, you if you cut it any lower than that, the, it, it just almost immediately is taken over by weeds. And,
6: by Bermuda.
5: Yeah, the main weed is Bermuda grass. Uh, which, is,
6: which is good. That's a good thing. Yeah.
5: I'll never forget when... Uh, <laughs> When one of our uh, renowned professors in horticulture uh, brought Jerry, with Jerry was, not, I know it's hard to believe, but Jerry is not a hundred percent sold on <laughs> buffalo grass. And this an this, name, this professor said, "Well, mine looks just buffalo grass looks just perfect." Uh, yeah, and I mow it low. And so Jerry went to view it. And the Bermuda grass had taken over the <laughs> Buffalo grass a long time ago. So. And
6: he he was accurately uh, evaluating the grass, yeah, yeah, but it was not the one he thought it was. Uh, after you've mowed the real lawn two times, it is time to fertilize the lawn. Now, <laughs> I warn everybody, like I said, my son-in-laws, he's mowed his two times, two or three times. But it's been that uh, annual bluegrass yeah. or whatever it is. But uh, and I had to break the news to him that <laughs> that's not your Saint Augustine you're looking at. It's pretty, uniform, still pretty. Yeah. Yeah. But it's seen It's sending up seed heads yeah. now. Now the re- the way you know. Uh, the way you know uh, the the weed grasses. From the Saint Augustine is that they'll have seed heads, and Saint Augustine won't. And but
5: don't be, the Saint Augustine will just might just be barely starting. But once it starts, and if this weather yeah stays
6: warm, it's going to be, it'll be growing fast. And you can get your fertilizer on sale now. We recommend the 1959 five nine slow release fertilizer.
5: Get your supply for not only yeah. your lawn but get the uh, get the ones for your garden too this fertilizer
6: and uh they've got yeah they've got uh premium lawn and garden fertilizer um for sale what it originally $30 or, on sale for $20 so 19.95 1988,
5: 1988, 1988. and 29 the old 29.95 and, of course, I bought mine at the 29 <laughs> uh,
11: Hey, I just, uh,
5: they've got, uh, I think they bugged uh, me somehow, my credit card or something. Well, you fill, uh, out
6: that, you fill out that ticket when you buy it, You're together. You're so
3: paranoid. It's all done digitally now. Yeah. As soon as you charge it, it sends a message to the supplier, bring more in. It's all, nobody's. It's, just, <laughs> it's time to go on a sale. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's all <laughs> digital now. Hey, 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. We mentioned yesterday that we would mention again today the gardening's ascent- gardening essentials class put on by the gardening volunteers of South Texas tomorrow, April 15th, from noon to three o'clock. The monthly speakers are Dr. Larry Stein. All right. Regents Fellow, Professor, Extension Horticulturist, who began his agri life career. Uh, with the extension as an ex- extension assistant in 1980, did you know that? Yeah, he-, he attained the rank of professor in 1999 and accepted an additional role in 2012 as an associate department head and extension well, program. Well, you reading all that? <laughs> Sounds like you. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Let's see. He has worked to improve crop production, primarily of spinach. Pecans, grapes, and citrus, as well as Texas superstar plants.
6: He didn't mention blue bond. You didn't mention blue Bind, It's not
3: that. in my thing. Y'all need to mention blue bond tomorrow when Larry's there. Uh, he is the <laughs> five time recipient, five time team recipient of the Texas AgriLife Extension's highest employee honor, the Superior Service Award. What will he be talking about? <laughs> He'll explain the, perp- I don't know. the purpose <laughs> of grafting while doing a live demonstration uh, uh, on of how to do an inlay, four flap, and T budding graft, <laughs> with on hand examples and accompanied by a PowerPoint presentation. Right, Gary, so you P-
6: get to see how to how to graft.
5: Yeah,
3: so that'd be really good.
6: Well, oh, I
5: and it's uh interesting. It's good horticulture too. It yeah, teaches a lot you a lot about uh, development of stems and and uh, buds and things. So uh, even if you're not planning on doing a lot of grafting, uh, it's worthwhile. Cause, of course. Now we get
3: grafting questions every lot, yeah, yeah. And, lot and
5: Larry, Larry's an outstanding speaker too. So cool.
6: And now's the time to do it. Oh, is that right? Yeah. What, All what? right. And this free... You know, uh, you know when you when you inlay bark graft a pecan tree? No. When the leaves are the size of squirrel ears. Squirrel ears. Oh, that's pretty small. Yeah, that's pretty small. That's happening right. now.
3: Well, Dr. Stein was going to show you how to do it tomorrow. He's the first presenter. And then Gary Poole... is the Conservation and Adult Program Specialist at the San Antonio Botanical Garden and is a natural naturalist. Uh, He'll be using real-world examples of Botanical Garden's use of water conservation. Gary will teach you how to be water-savvy and still have an amazing garden. The event tomorrow, the Gardening's Essential Class, is free and open to the public, and a $5 donation is appreciated. Uh, A light lunch will be served.
5: Well, and if you uh, are wondering if you if you want to be part of the gardening volunteer effort too that's a good place yeah it's a
3: great place to start you can
5: see all the activities that they've got planned you can sign up to participate if you'd like pick and choose which ones that you want to participate in there's lots of choices hands-on teaching youth um, uh, everything you can think of in terms of horticulture yeah learn a lot and have fun
3: Uh, A skill level, you'll see all different types of skill level there. So if you're, if you're, great at gardening you're welcome and if you're just learning how to do it or want more uh green thumb or or gray thumb you can uh, you'll learn well no, i
5: think we uh, don't i want think there's those great are, gardeners to show up. <laughs> well no i think there's even even <laughs> a, a quota of the university of texas people that are yeah oh is,
3: is it a quota yeah. issue i see okay. yeah there's a little
5: test yeah they ask oh. them which side the, the shovel is. Uh uh-huh. 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 which <laughs> side <laughs> is the planet it sounds like my tulip test right? I was
3: all right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We're live here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Forty Road. We encourage you to come on down and visit with us in person. We'll tell you more about uh, what's happening next Saturday in just a little while.
0: Here we are on 930 a.m., The Answer. Breaking news, stimulating talk. This is 930 a.m., The Answer. K-L-U-P, Terrell Hills, San Antonio.
19: News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Michael Harrington. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders says sending illegal immigrants from the border to sanctuary cities is, quote, not the ideal solution. But it is among several options being reviewed. President Trump tweeted about the idea recently. She says what really needs to happen is Congress needs to take care of the immigration problem. There's a renewed push across the country, meanwhile, to issue driver's licenses to illegal immigrants.
18: It resonates with rural agricultural workers who say driving is a necessity. A dozen states, including California and Illinois, already allow people here illegally to get licenses. They accept documents like tax returns for ID. Another blue state, New York, is among six states where illegals and their advocates believe a friendlier political map gives such a
19: measure of fighting chance. Rich Thomason reporting. Will there be a third meeting between Kim Jong-un and the president?
15: North Korea's leader says he's open to another summit with President Trump, but with conditions. Kim Jong-un wants Washington to offer mutually acceptable terms for an agreement to salvage the high-stakes nuclear diplomacy, and by the end of the year, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo at a news conference in Paraguay was asked about the comments.
11: Chairman Kim made a commitment. He made the commitment to me personally no fewer than half a dozen times and to President Trump uh, that he wanted to denuclearize. Um, we have uh, work to do, but I'm confident we'll continue to make progress.
15: Pompeo is on a four-country tour of Latin America. I'm Shelley Antler.
19: American Airlines is canceling 115 flights per day through mid-August because of ongoing problems with the Boeing 737 MAX aircraft. The cancellations represent 1.5% of Americans' total flights each day of the summer. The U.S. grounded the Boeing 737 Max's after two deadly crashes. More on these stories at townhall.com.
2: Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery. On 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on
3: 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch talking gardening with you. So give us a call and be a part of the show at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. So I overheard that there's just a few, a uh, couple of uh, uh, the little bags of Milburger's uh, Fiesta medals. Uh, they're absolutely gorgeous. You can see them online at MillBurgerNursery.com. If you're a collector of Fiesta medals, you're going to want want one of these. Uh, They've even got some from uh, last year, too.
5: Can they just call and have them reserved or not?
3: Uh, You know what? I bet you could, actually. Uh, You could call and find out. 210-497-3760. And um, they'll uh, they'll probably put some aside for you. And what then are they,
6: seven dollars a piece. They're
3: seven dollars, and that's all a donation to the um, Salvation Army here in San Antonio. So, um, and when you come out next Saturday, if you wear your Fiesta hat, they'll um, give you they'll make a donation of seven dollars to it Salvation to me, Army in like your honor, and they will um, also. Um, Give you the Fiesta medal, so uh, come on out and be a part of the fun. Next Saturday here, it's our Fiesta celebration here at the nursery, at 1604 and Boulevard Road.
6: Okay, cool. That's good. They have pretty medals.
3: Yeah, they are. They really are. So go go to milburgernursery.com if you're a collector, and you can see them. Uh, you can yeah. see the medals on there, and uh, you can wear your hat in next week. Is that right? Your Fiesta you want to hat. Talk about that. Yeah. So you wear your Fiesta hat. <laughs> and, uh, with the medal on it. Well, no, just whatever you decorate it with.
6: Yeah. Oh, okay. I well, saw I thought everybody put medals on.
3: I uh, know they. They. Uh, I saw one yesterday. Someone was wearing, and it was purple and white, and <laughs> it was about. I'm going to say five to seven feet high. Oh no! Well, it was all balloons, so it wasn't really heavy. But the, oh! But yesterday was windy. Oh, uh, yes. So I think they might have regretted it. But they were at a fiesta event. Okay. And um,
6: oh, that's good.
3: Yeah, it was. It was fun to see it. But if you wear that, Millburgers on the on next Saturday to their fiesta celebration, uh, Millburgers will make a donation of a. Uh, of, they'll give you, yeah. They'll give you the Fiesta medal, and they'll make the seven-dollar donation in your honor uh, to the Salvation Army. So the Salvation Army will still get the seven dollars. Uh Do we have a question from the?
19: Oh, hang on.
5: This is the. I think this is the freeze damage that we predicted. This is a tree that bloomed in December. Oh yeah,
18: Christmas Day.
5: But, uh, do you want to come on the mic? Come on up.
3: You're on the air with these guys. <laughs> hang on, Clark. Hang on, James. What variety you, is that? I can't peach. Remember the,
18: it's a very early variety of peach. Okay. It normally uh, blossoms Christmas Day, and oh I lord, have, I have peaches on that tree right now that are full size peaches that I'm eating. Okay. Some of them are like that, and this shriveled, up, shriveled up, and, up and died. Yeah. 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 That's The fruit. The, fruit, fruit, the, the fruit. small
6: fruit.
5: Right. Pretty classic. Um, he. He's, he's one of the people that. Uh, you know, you know, we talk about gardeners that never will thin their fruit. He thins his, <laughs> this,
6: <Yeah. laughs> this tree
5: every year.
1: Is
6: that
18: right? I do. Yeah, the blossoms, even. Uh, blossoms, and I and I was concerned because that's about the size that they are right now, Those that dime-sized, shriveled-up ones. I I noticed that there was still a whole bunch of fruit on this tree. This tree is just prolific. That's a good. Tree, but, but I thought there's way too many on these newer branches especially, so I was going through picking them off. And then it was right after that that they all shriveled. Yeah. <laughs> the ones that shriveled up. So I thought, well, maybe I did that by you probably pulling up peaches. Well,
6: most most people when they thin peaches, don't thin them enough, I, and exactly. they end up with small
18: peaches. Exactly.
6: So you have thinned them where you thought it was enough, and now and then the rest died. I mean. Mother Nature and some are thin, thin, thin it
18: again. Exactly. So you should have big peaches. I have about six big peaches, and yeah. the rest are all dead. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, yeah. Normally, I have just bushels come off this tree. It's yeah. amazing. It's well, we'll give it a
5: break. Tree. You know, you give it, tell it yeah. it's to yeah, share. It's go.
18: the uh, one in seven years, like yeah, in the Bible, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Whatever.
5: Yeah. All right, well, thanks.
3: Thank
6: you. Okay. Good luck. Sure, thanks. Thank you for bringing that. All right.
3: 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Clark is up next. Clark, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today?
1: Very well, and uh, thank you for letting me come aboard. I had a couple of questions. One was about beets. I have some beets that I pull, and they're good-sized, but I like baseball. I wonder if a possibility... Of a replant of beets again this time of
6: the year. If the beets are good, you know, being so big, you mean? Yes, sir. Well, usually, uh, that's why I was asking Calvin about his rutabakers. Uh, They're huge, they're huge, and uh, most of the time, when you let a beet or turnip or Something like that get overgrown and, and large. They're uh, uh, they're they're stringy. In other words, they are they have uh, they're tough. Yeah, they're
1: like shoe leather or something. I
6: but yeah. I think I think I think what you can do to determine that is to uh, is to start with the largest ones. And cut them, cut them. You know, like you're getting ready to cook them, slice. Them. And if they're if they're gritty or uh, hard to cut, then uh, they're probably going to be tough when you uh, cook them.
1: Yeah. How about the green parts, the plants, uh, the green?
6: Oh, the uh, green. Oh, the green parts are good. The leaves.
1: Yeah. Okay. That that took care of that. Uh. And then I could replant and maybe let them, if they were good, let them not get quite so big.
6: And it's all there. Yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're, the weather this year has been good for root crops.
1: Yeah, cool. They like a colder, cooler air. Yeah. Uh, what, what is another thing I want to ask you about? What's the best time of the year to plant garlic?
6: What's the best time to plant garlic?
1: Yes, sir. I
6: know it in, t- oct- in october
1: Okay, I, I heard it was later part of the year.
6: So, okay, now, huh? it, it's getting mine. I've got garlic and uh, that elephant elephant garlic, uh-huh. big 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 cloves, uh-huh. and um, it's been out in the. Uh, it's been growing since uh, since October, November. It came up from. Some of the uh, little bulbs that I left in the uh, or cloves that I left in the ground, yeah, and uh, I just kind of use it as an ornamental. Now it's getting ready to bloom. Uh, it it blooms, which is not detrimental to uh, garlic. And uh, the way you tell when garlic is ready to harvest, yeah, is is the blue it blooms, and then the bloom. Falls off or begins to dry up, decline, and at that time uh, you take the garlic cloves out of the ground and keep them dry. And hopefully, when you get ready to harvest, uh, it's not wet. They they they're not. uh, It's not rainy on them because that's that's why we that's why we don't. uh, have commercial garlic grown in the winter garden? They've tried it numerous times,
11: yeah. but
6: uh, but uh, when they get ready to harvest, sometimes we have a rainy spring, and you will lose all your cloves. I mean, you lose all your garlic, yeah. in a in a uh, wet spring.
1: Okay. Well, so it takes about six or seven months to the ground there uh, watch the plant yeah. rock.
6: Yeah, plant, plant, plant them in October.
1: Okay, I'll do that. All right. Thanks,
6: Clark. Thank, thank you for calling. You take care. Thank
1: That'll you, That'll free
6: gosh. up a line. You, you
3: Thank you, too. 210-308-8867. James is on the line at 210-308-8867. James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today?
13: Hey, good. How you all doing?
3: Good. Nice <laughs> pretty day.
13: Have you yep. the fan on? Or are you in the shade? I'm worried about you.
3: Well,
6: well, appreciate
3: beaten. that. <laughs> we're, we're in the shade. No fan right. needed because we're outside. It feels nice.
6: Even yesterday when we were having that rain come through, that Milton sat up on the front porch. You know, I mean. That was brave. It's a good thing we didn't have hail.
13: <laughs> yeah, that'll put some dents in your hard hat, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, I called that. Am I guys, turned
5: on there, Milton?
13: Yes. Ask you a you, question about, well, a peaches and, and citrus. I don't
5: hear James.
13: Uh, this old-time uh, farmer type guy told me when you thin peaches, how far apart? And he said you make a fist and you thin them about that far apart. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's right.
6: That's he right. Was, uh, four, to, four, four to six inches.
13: Yeah, you. So if About they the size of a far, fist, yeah, bank a fist. Yeah, And that's how he, he sends his features. Right, but I don't know yeah. how. Yeah, that's right.
6: Yeah, the, that's that's right. Oh, okay. That's I a that's he, a good way to, to tell uh, tell people how far apart to put them.
13: Anyway, that's uh, what I that's what I do, and that's what I advise people to do is when I
6: got that advice from that old time. yeah. Um, Did you have? I, have you got peaches on your trees now? Yeah, but they're not. Uh,
13: they've pretty much thin themselves. They're doing a pretty good job, but they're not coming on too hot. Okay. Uh, but I got peaches. Good Lord, will, and I'll have a few to eat. Hey, I there got a go. question about citrus. Uh, okay. The the uh, uh, sour orange. I got about oh, three or four hundred cell trays filled with that seed. What's the germination uh, temperature for that? Nobody seems to know. Uh um, root stock.
6: I, I would think seventy-five. Uh, you know, seventy-five to eighty. Maybe okay, not well that high. The,
13: the greenhouse is too flaming hot this time of the year for that, right?
6: Uh. I've uh, citruses seed are pretty forgiving.
13: Because it get uh, up to about hundred and ten in there in the
6: afternoon? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're having the same problem, but uh, I, I don't think it'll be a problem. But you put uh, them when you underneath w-
13: the shade tree?
6: Yeah, when you can.
13: Okay, I got them on a nursery cart. I can wheel them around. Just put
6: them oh, in the okay. shade
7: outside uh, then.
6: Yeah, yeah. You can put them in full sun, too. Just keep them moist. Uh, Have they they germinated?
13: No, I just, uh, what I did, Jerry, is I took five gallons of uh, those sour oranges, and I cranked up the hammer mill, and I threw them in there one at a time, and they just blew up, shot them seeds over my uh, little dump truck that I got in there, and, and then I shoveled those seeds out. And put them in a five-gallon bucket and washed them and sieved them, and then okay. uh, planted them.
6: Okay. And they they haven't germinated yet.
13: No, that was just a few days ago. But I was wondering. I, I was thinking that the greenhouse was too hot for them.
6: Oh. Uh, I, I don't think it is. Uh, uh. Uh. But I, when the temperatures get in the. High seventies and eighties, you put them outside. But I don't okay. think it's going. I don't think the greenhouse is going to burn your, your seed.
13: You just have to water more often.
6: Well, yeah, when they dry out.
13: Yeah, that's those bell dry out pretty fast.
6: Yeah, what are you going to do with all those sour orange rootstock?
13: Oh, I got a guy, a college-trained professional uh, uh, grafter that's going oh, to uh, do some, some tea buds, I think, is what they,
6: they Right, do on, right, fruit. right.
13: Because the rootstock we've been getting on a lot of this citrus is, uh, let's see, how do I say this, leaves a lot to be desired.
6: Is, a lot so of people are using trifoliate well oh,
13: i'm all oh. out of that that's what i started uh, i already got some of those going okay I, um i r- ran across about five gallons of those sour oranges we thought to give give those a try
6: okay well let, let us know how they germinate
13: okay hey, james yeah hey,
6: james real, real
3: quick now so when's the new moon and and when do we start planting then
7: Oh man, (laughs) you got
13: me. I I haven't uh, looked at my notes.
7: Okay. (laughs) Call us next Saturday.
13: Coming here pretty soon, and uh, you want to plant in the full moon, you want to plant the long germination, like okra and things that take uh, a week, 10 days, a week to germinate. In the new moon, you want to plant uh fast germinating, like uh, things that germinate in you know less than a week. So okay. maybe if if you can get your okra in on the full moon this month you might have some good germination.
3: There you go. All right, thanks James. Okay. Sorry to catch have you off fun, guard. Man. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867. All right, while well, we got a chance and the phone lines are clear, uh, why don't we take a quick break? 210-308-8867. 210 308 we got more Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Beauforty Road, at 930 a.m., The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Milburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boverty Road. Next Saturday's a big day. It's Milburger's Big Fiesta Celebration, and there's something going on throughout the day. Let's start off with a seminar that you're going to want to attend. It's Turfgrass 101, Do's and Don'ts for Your Lawn. David Rodriguez with the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service presents this free seminar from 1030 until noon. And if it has to do with your lawn, David will cover it. So be there early because this free seminar is is very popular. Turfgrass 101, do's and don'ts for your lawn. And then stay and have a great time as Milberger celebrates Fiesta its way with all kinds of great food, terrific music, your chance to get a Milberger Nursery Fiesta medal, and anybody wearing a Fiesta hat to the nursery is going to be awarded a free 2019 Milberger's Nursery Fiesta medal, and the medal donation will be made to the Salvation Army in their honor. For more information, go to MilbergerNursery.com.
17: It's amazing, but true. When it comes to one of America's biggest household expenditures, healthcare, a lot of people think they've got no choice. People are used to thinking we have to do it this way, but they don't. Yes, you have the freedom to choose an alternative with your health care. It's share and it costs way less than the alternatives. The typical family saves $500 a month, not a year, a month. And if you're single, this can save you a lot too. And let's face it, a big reason MediShare is 400,000 people strong, it just works. They've shared over $3 in medical bills, so they could help share your needs too. Joining MediShare for so many people is one of those things that makes you say, why didn't I do this before? So yes, the time has come for something better. Look into joining MediShare and see why so many people are opting out of the old way and into the new. Why not look into this? Just call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-B-I-B-L-E. 844-41-BIBLE. Bible
16: take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10 one is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades a college degree and a good job in corporate America 10 is the life of your dreams if you answered anything less than a 10 tune into the Dell Wamsley radio show Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income
20: the Dell Wamsley show weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m the answer. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas.
18: Last night I spoke on behalf of one of my favorite ministries. It was the annual banquet of the Carolina Pregnancy Center in Spartanburg, South Carolina. The event comes at the time the film Unplanned has been released and is doing well at the box office. There were testimonies from women who made the right choice and from those who made the wrong choice because they lacked sufficient information and were lied to by Planned Parenthood or some other abortion facility. This is one of the most satisfying things I do because it shows people they can make a difference where they are, not by waiting on Washington and politicians to do something. When people understand they can have a hand in preventing abortions at the local level by giving, praying, and helping these centers reach out to women in difficult circumstances, they are empowered. They can then become influential in helping abortion-minded women overcome their circumstances if they decide to let God be God and not take life into their own hands. I hope you are seeking out and supporting your local pregnancy center and seeing unplanned. You can save lives. I'm Cal Thomas.
12: If you're growing tomatoes, plan to come to the Top Tomato Contest June the 8th at Millburgers. There are big prizes for cherry and small tomatoes, regular and large tomatoes, and the biggest tomato by weight. Plus, every participant will get a $10 gift certificate to be used that day at Millburgers. For more information and rules, go to MillBurgerNursery.com. That's MillBurgerNursery.com.
3: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And we got Ray on the line. Ray, welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today, Ray?
21: All right, beautiful, beautiful Sunday.
3: Isn't um, it pretty today? It really is nice.
21: Excellent, excellent. Uh, I got a question. I love Mineola, Mineola Tangelo's. Uh, because of the balance of, uh, you know, sweet and tart taste, are those available
6: around here?
5: What? Say again. What are they? Miniola tangulos. Uh,
3: yes.
6: Yeah. Um, no, I I don't think they're so. Uh, <laughs> l- l- they're 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 a satsuma, not they? I mean, kind of satsuma, related to satsumas. Uh-huh. Miniola.
5: Yeah. You, sometimes you. They've uh, been available commercial yeah commercial market, but I haven't seen them on the
6: plants. No, I haven't seen trash plants of them. Uh-huh. Uh, you okay. could You could grow them from seed.
21: Uh, yes, uh, I, I have fairly good luck with tassumas and orange trees, but uh, I've never seen a, a tangible tree. I got a regular tangible tree. But it's uh, more sweet than than tart, and uh, that's what I was looking for. That that taste that many us have, you
6: know. Okay. Well, if you get if you get some fruit, like I said, grow them from seed. Oh. Yeah, you, have you tried up. on the
5: internet to see if any any of the nurseries offer them there?
21: Okay. Uh, yeah, that's uh, probably my next step is go online and if it's not available here in San Antonio. Uh,
6: then I'll I'll look for it nationally see if I can
3: find one. Okay, okay. sir. Okay. okay. Thank you. Good luck. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye. All right. Two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven and toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven.
6: What's going on over there? <laughs> uh, somebody mentioned uh pa- this is Palm Sunday. That is correct. And um uh, I always drag out my article about palm trees on Palmsland, <laughs> and so I printed it out. The, the, the original article was written by uh, uh, Mr. Ernest Mortenson of, uh, of Uvalde and was the superintendent of the Crystal City Experiment Station, Texas A&M Experiment Station in Crystal City, back in the 30s. Mm. 40. and he wrote this deal about palms, and um, they, they've been uh, date palms. We're talking about date palms here, and um, he, it, it, it is interesting. He said uh, said that uh, there are two, 2,600 kinds of palms. How many? Twenty six hundred. Wow, different palms. And uh, they they vary greatly in size and the kind of flowers, leaves, and fruits they produce. Uh, the Coachello Valley uh, in San, in uh, California uh, produces 50 percent of all the dates consumed in the United States, and has very similar. Weather conditions in South Central Texas, South Texas. So one would think, (laughs) one would think that uh, we ought to have a lot of date palms around here. Well, they were tried uh, back the the first the first planting. The seedlings of date palms were brought by the early Texas settlers at least 200 years ago. Wow. Into this era. Uh, Later plantings were made at Laredo, and until the severe freeze of December 1929, you remember that one, Milton? Mm Mm-hmm. The date palms lined the Alamo Plaza in San Antonio. Uh... Then uh, some some he says some palms he's passed away by the way some some palms were set in at Laredo when the first palms were introduced Laredo was one of the three areas considered suitable for date palm production in Texas. Uh, interesting thing about that is. Um, Laredo uh, was also considered the best place to grow kiwis. Your your major professor, Kevin uh, <laughs> uh, Lyons, uh, dealt with the people that want to grow kiwis in Laredo, and uh, also olives. Uh, the the olive, There's a lot of people growing olives uh, in the Laredo area because that is de- deemed the proper proper weather conditions however with the olive deal uh, what what is not uh, favorable for olives is uh, hot summer hot uh, early springs that knock all the fruit off so uh, they're, they're having trouble and the kiwis uh, didn't make it at all because of the alkalinity of the soil down there hmm. the weather was right with the soil one, mm. so uh, you have to look at that. the The problem in our in in Texas um, uh, is the possibility of rains at ripening times in August and September, which will cause the splitting and souring of the fruit. So that's why they never made a commercial impact in in uh, in this era, but they. Uh, uh, also the uh, also the uh, the p- uh, plants have to be or the fruit has to be self uh, cross pollinated in other words you have to have a male tree and uh, and get the pollen from that and uh, pollinate the uh, the female tree to, to make it to, for it to make fruit and so uh uh, and then you you have to climb those things. You know, they're tall. Date palms are tall. And so you have to climb up there, and it's not an easy job to do. And then you finally get a fruit crop, and it rains in uh, August and September, and uh, you lose all the fruit. Hmm. So well, they, yeah. they didn't have to do that's th- a cheery story, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have to do
5: that, but two or three times. Hey, they just got uh, a bulletin. Tiger Woods won the Masters. All right, did he really? Oh, gosh, that's amazing that he did. Yeah.
6: back, yeah, very cool. That's great. Um, let's see. So, all three of them. I, I was going to see what kind of. Uh, date palms we grow i mean what kind of palms we grow here i was going to ask trace if he had these
3: and the date palms are the real tall ones you see in the neighborhoods and the, hmm.
6: uh, that's um, or is that a different palm? California fan palm oh okay okay and it's clo- uh our Mexican fan
3: because you see a lot of those and you see them in odd places
6: yeah well, I guess they are
3: leftovers from when people planted them or something. You'd see them a lot in the older neighborhoods like in Jefferson and yeah. stuff like that and uh and the, you
6: see it. wood lawn area. Yeah, yeah exactly. See, a lot of the wood area. You know you know why they planted palms in the uh, in the medians of the of the highway?
3: Oh, yeah, you told me this, but it's go ahead and say it again. <laughs> it's kind of interesting.
6: Uh, they uh, they, they don't have a outer cambium layer or conducting of nutrients up and down as does the regular uh, trees do. And so you sure. can, you can uh, you can run you can the cars can hit them. and if you look at those palms that left along uh, wood, woodlong highways along a woodlong highway. You see, the big chunks. Yeah, taken out. Taken out of the side of But it. the trees still look good. But the trees still good live. Can we ask your question on the air? Sure. Here, you
3: grab the mic. You'll be on the air, and these guys will be able That's to help That's a you. beautiful dog you got there. Thank
7: you. You're
3: on the air. How can we help you?
6: A pretty simple question, I guess. Is growing tomatillos any different from growing regular tomatoes? Growing what? Tomatillos. Tomatoes. No, I'd f- we've had, there's different varieties of tomatillas, and uh, we've, tr- we've tried several varieties, and they seem to be sparse producers. Now, uh, we haven't, they're not commercially available. I mean, I mean it's hard to find plants. And, uh, but there are several, uh, numerous varieties of tomatillas. And what if if the demand was great? <laughs> I guess we ought to be testing them. Okay. We did test them, uh, like I said, down south, and uh, we didn't have a lot of luck. Right, they grew you. they grew a big plant and bloomed a lot, but they didn't set any fruit. Great, right, Thank you, sir. Thanks. Sorry. If, not, if you if you experiment with some, let us know how it turns out. Yeah, please. If you can find them.
5: Um, ask,
3: ask that nice gentleman there that's walking away from me. Sorry. All right. Ask him what? If we have the Tomatillas here.
6: No, we don't have any Tomatillas.
3: Oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> Trace knows. All right, 210-308-8867. We have hard-to-find stuff here. Oh, okay. We have Stan on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Stan. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today?
22: Well, thank you for the welcome. I have a lime tree, a lime tree that I, it's a couple years old, and that little stinker puts on about 50 times, but it's got 15 leaves. How do I get it to get some more leaves on it?
3: Now you said the variety is Little Stinker Limes?
22: <laughs> I think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a Persian lime.
5: <laughs> now, did it, uh, what, did the leaves get knocked off by the cold weather?
22: No, I think I, I probably didn't water it uh, enough last fall or in the summertime, and it, and it dropped some leaves, and it just has never put them back on. But I, like I said, it's just filled with blossoms, and, of course, it'll get the, you know, I got 15 uh, leaves, and that's not come to support the production of the limes.
5: So is it, is it in, I take it it's in the sun,
22: Oh yeah, yep. and it's in the ground, and it's uh, it, you know it's, it's doing well. It's in the ground. Just,
5: yep. Yeah. Do you ever fertilize
22: it? I fertilize it. Uh, well, I just put some fertilizer on some uh, citrus fertilizer on it, and yes, I do every couple months. I put a uh, recommended amount based on the bag, the size of the the trunk.
5: Okay. Um it's always easier to manage the lime when they're in a container i think i would i would try to try, try to uh, what's the soil like i mean is the water penetrating and the fertilizer but well,
22: I, I all yeah i put all good soil i dug a hole that was about uh about three foot across and then i put uh good soil in there and uh you know some compost and mixed it up good so it was a it's a it's good mixture of soil it shouldn't be the soil that's uh, causing the problem i wouldn't think
6: did you say how long it had been there
22: uh it's this is i think it's second year
6: okay and it hasn't leafed out
22: it just darn thing just won't leaf out it blossoms but won't leaf
7: uh,
6: so I 15, I, I, think, I think it's free damage because it leaves you to come first and then the blossom. Yeah,
5: I'd be te- I'd be tempted to sacrifice a crop of uh fruit and, and make sure I worry a little bit about that uh you, you know, make sure that the water is penetrating and that the fertilizer is getting into the into the plant That uh and uh, the and Jerry's right that the last last two years have been tough on the foliage. You might...
22: Well, I, I, I t- uh, when it gets down close to freezing, anything down close to freezing, I put a, a heat lamp underneath it and, and cover it with a uh, uh, frost blanket, you know, so it, it stays warm. It hasn't uh, it hasn't shown any frost damage at all.
6: Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
22: Now, would you would you knock the fruit off? Is is that what you're suggesting? Is to go ahead and knock those little fruit off and hope it'll leaf out?
5: Well, I think I think if uh, yeah uh, yes know. I w- I yeah. think I, w- I think I would I think that becomes your priority because it's real vul- vulnerable with no leaves there and it's you know stressed oh, yeah. with all that fruit. I think I would try to get that uh, foliage. I'd also do a little digging in that root area you know it bothers me a bit that that you put it all all that material in there and you know you there's no chance that it's soggy or anything in there in there uh, you know if you if you've got a real uh, heavy soil and you've put compost into this hole is there any chance that it's i guess i guess the fact that it's blooming may indicate that it's uh it's not yeah. not that issue but i do a, i do a little digging there just to make sure that your soil is what you want it's not soggy it's okay. dry yeah. but okay. uh, that that's what i do uh because jerry's right there no? the, they're they are uh inclined to put a lot of foliage on and it's kind of their priority yeah but yeah. Okay. i i know yeah, i know foliage. it's hard hard to take that uh Fruit off there, but yeah. have,
6: have you scratched the bark uh, that's uh, around the uh, around the stem that's not blue, not leafing out?
22: Well, there's, there, there just none of them leafing out. It, it it has a couple of branches that have leaves at the end, and uh, and that's it. I mean, it's. it's
6: I bet weird. Fruit damage. Jerry's damage.
5: Jerry's thinking that it may be are the are the, the the tree blooming on those stems that don't have foliage
22: yeah it blooms all over the thing the whole whole tree blooms
5: hmm well I guess uh, the, the the only thing I can think of is to go ahead and uh, sacrifice the fruit this fruit. year try yeah. to get a okay. full...
6: yeah try to get it back yeah
5: because yeah. 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 now, now okay, a lot of trees Okay, well, good luck. Let, hey, let us know how yeah. it turns out, will you?
22: Yeah. And by the way, I've got a, a fruit salad tree that's got, uh, I must have uh, 25 apples on it. And really? uh, the, the, rate I, the rate I figure, it's going to cost me about $15 an apple By the time, <laughs> <laughs> by the time I bought the tree... And uh, got it planted, and uh, the squirrels had decided they really like the apples. So, oh
7: yeah, I
22: yeah. To, uh, I had to put a, a hardware cloth around it to keep the squirrels out. So that's about thirty dollars <laughs> an apple. So
6: yeah, there you
22: go. It, you don't want to. You don't want to be counted. You don't want to.
6: Why did you? Why, did you order that tree from up north somewhere? Uh, no, nurse I, I. got it from Phoenix. Oh, okay. It, yeah, that's right. They get there, darling.
7: So yeah, it's, it's, it's got it's,
6: it. yeah it's got different apples on it. Yeah. Ah. Cool, yeah. cool. And
22: going going great except the squirrels are are really attracted to it.
6: Now there you go. So. Uh, yep. bless you for feeding the squirrels. Well
5: now if he, if you <laughs> if you ate the squirrels maybe you could cut down your costs per yeah. meal a bit.
22: Yeah. Now, I have to tell you as I as a young man I did do a little of that eating the squirrels.
6: There you go. I well, know. Where, are you, where oh, are you Wisconsin? from? Where are you from? Wisconsin. All right. Wisconsin.
5: Yeah, we did this. Yeah, we did yeah. the same. I thought
6: it was East Texas. Yeah, East. Te-
5: <laughs> well, both places. Minnesota, we did. We harvested squirrels, and and yeah. East Texas was a big deal.
3: Did they grow rutabagas yeah. in Wisconsin? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Huh? Absolutely. Okay. All
5: well,
7: right.
22: We had those big. We had those big red squirrels. There are a lot more yeah. meat on them than these little things we got down here. So. All right. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I
7: appreciate you. You take time. care. Good luck. All
3: right, bye-bye. Good luck. All right. We're out free up a line at 210-308-8867, but we got to take a break. So, Joan, don't go anywhere. Uh, we're going to come back and talk to you Where's right after the break. Go? She, she might go somewhere. Oh, don't go so. anywhere, Joan. We'll be right we'll back. Have
6: to go to the
5: bathroom?
3: Well, you can go to the bathroom. <laughs> we'll try to we'll try well, to Oh, that reminds
5: you. me. Can I go? Yes,
3: you can go during the break. <laughs> That's why we have the <laughs> 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 9:30 a.m. The answer Hey, it's Milton Glick for Milburger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Verde Road. Next Saturday's a big day. It's Milberger's big fiesta celebration. And there's something going on throughout the day. Let's start off with a seminar that you're going to want to attend. It's Turfgrass 101, Do's and Don'ts for Your Lawn. David Rodriguez with the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service presents this free seminar from 1030 until noon. And if it has to do with your lawn, David will cover it. So be there early because this free seminar is very popular Turfgrass 101, do's and don'ts for your lawn. And then stay and have a great time as Milberger celebrates Fiesta its way with all kinds of great food, terrific music, your chance to get a Milburger Nursery Fiesta medal, and anybody wearing a Fiesta hat to the nursery is going to be awarded a free 2019 Milburgers Nursery Fiesta medal, and the medal donation will be made to the Salvation Army in their honor. For more information, go to MilbergerNursery.com.
11: This is Dennis Prager. When it comes to your home, math is your friend. Well, math and Sergio Martinez with Help You Sell. If you're buying or selling a home, I suggest you call Sergio, a 20-year licensed real estate professional. Help You Sell doesn't charge you the traditional 6%. When you sit down with Sergio, he'll show you exactly how their low set fee program will save you money. Let's do the math. The difference in commission between a $200,000 home and a $500,000 home is $18,000. But did the more expensive home get $18,000 Or in service and marketing? Probably not. Same service, thousands saved, it just adds up. Help You Sell is the clear choice in San Antonio and the Hill Country. And you know how I feel about clarity, so call 210 or online at hushillcountry.com To find out how much you can keep in your pocket, call 210- to get a free home evaluation and market analysis. 210- 693-0305 for Help You Sell. Finding great discount deals is just Gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930
2: a.m. The Answer.com.
16: Including surveillance solutions. Your home or business can get a state of the art surveillance solution security package that includes a 4K high def color camera, 8 channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000 exclusively on the Marketplace page
4: at 930 a.m. The Answer.com. If you're looking to buy or sell gold and silver in san antonio then come down and see us today at wise wolf gold and silver exchange we are proudly veteran owned and operated and care deeply about professionalism and your privacy i'm tony arterburn and as owners of wise wolf gold and silver exchange my wife melissa and i buy all of our gold and silver coins and bullion direct from the trading floor to give you the most up-to-date pricing and when it's time to sell your gold and silver items we pay you top dollar Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange also accepts and deals in Bitcoin and major cryptocurrencies. Call or text us today for more info or to set an appointment. 888 667 1836. That's 888 667 1836. Or go to Wise Wolf Gold From bullion to Bitcoin, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Wise
9: Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange.
16: Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy. And you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council.
3: Welcome back to Bill Berger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m., The Answer, 210-308-8867. Saying hi to Ellen and Mark Sadowski, who are visiting with us at the nursery here at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Their location is over there on Northwest Military uh, Highway. You'll find them. Uh, they've been doing this for a while. I think 80 years. Uh, the fam- 80 years? The family's been doing it. They don't look that old. Look, he doesn't look that old. He? <laughs> He's, he keeps it, you know, he lives a good life and eats well. <laughs> eats a lot of grilled food. Right. And, <laughs> and so, a
5: lot of rutabagas, probably.
3: And a lot of rutabagas, Yeah. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. I promised Joan she was up next. Hi Joan. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How you doing today? How you doing today?
10: I am doing great. And I did you go so to the bathroom? I got, to, got to talk to you today. No, that was you.
3: That was Calvin.
10: <laughs> <laughs> Calvin did I
3: did, it. yeah.
5: I was succe- I was successful. Calvin got to go.
10: <laughs> Good job. Okay, well, I do have a question. I'm sort of new to all this gardening stuff, so I'm very uh, full of questions. But the, there was a fellow here composting the other day, and we got talking about the three trees that I have. And I have a red oak, a lacy oak, and a Texas red bud, and I have not been able to find the bottom of the tree to even see what a root looks like. I have cleared um, like six to eight inches by hand away from the trunks, and it's still just trunk. And he suggested the possibility of tree spading, which I had never heard of.
1: What do you think?
5: I don't know what that is either. I mean, you say there's 18 inches of soil on on top of the, the original uh, ground no, where the good- tree...
10: No, I'm just saying that I have dug down along the trunks um, maybe six or eight inches just to see if I can find a root, and I haven't found the bottom of the tree yet. I mean, Hmm. I don't know where the roots are, and I don't want to do any damage, but he talked about tree spading, and he said evidently it's a, a machine or something that... They hold and it sort of blows a, a hole down yeah. to the root and clears the roots.
6: There's a them. does uh, are these trees old? Uh,
10: no, um, the one is only about three or four years old. There's one that's about six years old, seven maybe, and one that's probably about five.
5: How, how did all that soil get on there?
10: They were just... That's how they were put in there.
6: Now they were planted. That's
10: how, that's how they were planted by the people who dropped them off.
5: And they, and they survived for that five because or six so years. Far,
10: so far, they're looking beautiful. But I now see them trying to replicate themselves <laughs> at the bottom. And I think... I don't know if it was you um, last week or someone else that said something about when you start seeing the tree throwing up, rent you know, little things, uh, replicas. They're saying, "Well, I'm not going to live my full life, but I'll I'll replenish along the way." So I don't know. Like I said, I'm all, I'm new at all this. But he said um, that that's devastating because I I can't get through and I don't want to get. No, I don't even know what to use anymore I've tried every tool um, I have that I thought I could at least avoid damage if I did get through
5: um, I think somebody should look at it for you um, do you do you have any master gardeners in your neighborhood or
10: um, not in my neighborhood but I have um <clears throat> Let me see what he called it. Uh, artistic trees. I
5: think yeah, well, um, you, you, uh, you pr- probably want somebody that's neutral and that won't make any money on this. I <laughs> would <laughs> just yeah, yeah. Do, just do some kind of a a little diagnosis of the issue for you and and uh, it should not if they've only been there for that soil there for a while it should not seems like it shouldn't be uh as big a deal
6: right hey, if if it's lived if it's lived uh four or five years uh in that condition uh it's almost too late you could you could dig out around it uh, but uh and put some kind of uh barrier around it around the roots of flare but uh that's gonna cost you a bunch of money
5: and yeah and that that process that's tree spading so, sounds to me like a very expensive oh yeah. process too where you Big could time. you could uh buy new trees if you needed them for, for probably less money than oh no, yeah that process so okay. maybe
15: really
5: maybe you could like. just yeah maybe you could Get somebody that's uh, neutral and knowledgeable and uh, see if they can diagnose it for you, um, uh, you know, and then then make some kind of a decision on it. I, I, I think I wouldn't um, do anything real elaborate or expensive.
10: Right. Well, that's exactly why I called you guys. <laughs> I trust you.
6: Because <laughs> we work cheap, so. right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thanks, Joan. Yeah, just try, uh, to forget, you. Try, to, try to forget about it, okay? I, call us I back. It. Good luck. i <laughs> enjoy, enjoy what I have.
3: Thank you. There bye you bye go. Bye. Thank you. All right, 210-308-8867. Ed is on the line. Hey there, Ed. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today?
20: Great. I hope you guys are doing well also.
3: Yep, absolutely. Um, What's going on?
20: Well, I've got uh, three... Uh, two quick questions and one that might not be quick. Uh, all right. First of all, I've got some zenith zoysia seed. Uh, is that stuff any good, or how's it compare to El Toro?
5: Um, I don't think it's any good. <laughs> I mean, and it, it's a real coarse material.
6: Tell us how you
5: really feel yeah, about ooh. it, Kevin. Of. You know, they used to advertise it. What which brand is it? The Amazonia. Yeah, yeah. They used to advertise it, and uh, it's a real, you know, if, if some of it, it's very expensive, and if it, some of it comes up, it, it's generally not a turf grass that you'll find is desirable, and it and has. Yeah, I don't think you can find one uh, lawn any place in San Antonio where it has survived. Right. So, so I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't choose uh, Amazoi Zoysia.
3: All right. Let's let's jump to your next one.
20: Okay, uh, I'm looking <laughs> for some pear trees. What, what are the best uh, varieties? I live uh, due west of Santa, downtown San Antonio, and I'm right at the base of the hill country, so I have rocks and cedar trees and, you know, some places really good soil, some places none at all.
5: What was the
6: Phanix? Uh, fansteel. Phansteel. Fan steel, yeah. There's a fan steel pair, F-A-N-S-T-I-L. In fact, I
20: looked at those a week or two ago.
6: Okay, and um, I like Leconte. Yeah, that's a good one. Now, especially key. for the edge
5: of the hill country. Now, there's Kiefer and Orient, but their quality doesn't match Leconte or fan steel, and Leconte and fan steel seem to be tough enough to put yeah. up with that kind of soil you described, right right
20: okay um, I used to have a pear when I lived in Bolverdi, which was similar soil conditions there was a pear tree that was growing there when I bought the property like 40 years ago and it was a big tree and it put on big hard pears but they would get soft if you you know put them in a paper bag or something and sort of age them on the counter They'd get to be soft, and they didn't have a lot of grit in them, so they were really nice. What do you think that was?
5: I think that was probably Orient. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The kefir is, uh, is the one a uh, really productive, but they're pretty gritty. And small. Yeah. But I think, I think that sounds like uh, Orient. Yeah. You or know, there was another one that for years I heard great things about, and I tried to grow it, the Warren. Warren, pair. Mm-hmm. I had it eight years. Never saw a bloom even on the thing <laughs> before it got a root rot. Mm. So I don't recommend that anymore. Ed, <laughs> what was your third tough one?
20: Okay, well, this one's for you, uh, Melton. Uh, oh dear. On the podcast that you guys put out, is there any way where you can like stop it and then start it again without starting over at the beginning?
3: Uh, I'll find out. Shoot me an email, and I'll, I'll shoot it to the people that do it. I'll, I'll find out. I don't know okay. off the top of my head.
20: Cool. I haven't tried listening to them. I haven't tried stopping and and starting them recently, but when they first started doing it, it was just one big file. And if you ever stopped or if you, or like if you heard something and you wanted to make a note of it, you'd have to go yeah. all the way back to the beginning and start oh. over.
3: I don't think it's like that, but because uh, there's a little bit of a, there's a backwards button you can do like to go back ten seconds, and you you click oh, it again okay. and again. Yeah, uh, try it, But 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 email me the question so I can forward exactly what you're looking for.
5: So how does he? Hey. What's your email? Oh, just Milton
3: at klup dot com.
20: Okay, thank you.
3: Thanks, Ed. Bye, Ed. All, All right, we right. we've Bye. got a, a few minutes left, so we're going to try to help Claude out real quick. Hey, Claude, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Uh oh! Hello. I think I may. Yeah. Hey, Claude. Welcome to the show.
23: Hey, hey, I I can hear. I'm in AGB right now. I've been online now for a while. Hey, listen. I got a minor problem. My raised bed garden is not retaining water, moisture. I was uh, really working on it, amending the soil and stuff like that, putting some mulch in it and stuff like that, leaves, compost. I messed it up. How do I get it to retain water, moisture?
6: Yeah, you mean you've got so much organic material in there it won't retain water? Or?
23: That's exactly right.
6: <laughs> um, I think
23: the P- maybe the pH has gone wrong or something. Well, It's that, loose. It's loose soil. It's very loose.
5: I've had some beds like that, that where, where you... Uh, it gets kind of frustrating because you have to water them. So often. yeah, uh, I
23: have to water every uh, day. I had to water every day with new t- new plants. And, uh, do you
5: have do you have access to any uh, garden soil?
23: Not yeah. really, unless I go up to somewhere and buy it. Uh,
5: well, yeah. that, that's what you might have to, might have to do I is have uh, to
23: take all of that stuff out of there and I've no the no no no,
6: just add to it. Incorporate regular soil.
23: Yeah, okay. It's like when I dig down in it, it only penetrates, the moisture only penetrates like for the rain we had yesterday. It only goes down an inch and a half, two inches at the most.
5: Now, is that your compost? Yeah, that's, yeah.
23: No, I made it
5: myself. I made
23: it myself with kitchen scraps and stuff.
5: Yes, because I, I've had commercial compost that uh, I swear was basically sawdust that does the same yeah, thing. Um, yes. So yeah, so yeah, get yourself some. Now the other thing is that if you uh, let it uh, work for one year, you probably you know your next your next season will well, not have stuff, quite as big right. problem. Right.
3: Hey Claude, I hate to do this, I, I got ten seconds. Um, <laughs> got give us the
23: Come see us so at uh Cactus Club meeting next weekend next two weekends oh, from now.
3: Thanks, Claude. Okay. We'll say goodbye. Thanks, J C. Great okay. job.
5: Bye.